0: the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from howstuffworks.com.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Ben, and we're hanging out here with Scott. Scott, I want to play, before we get into this, a little bit of a game with you. Okay. All right. Name that tune. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Dun, 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 ghostbusters oh man i was getting to that i ain't afraid to no know ghost <laughs> part Are oh, you good no i know it though yeah i know
0: it and i i, I kind of had a feeling that's what it was right from the beginning because i know what we're talking about today
1: we're and we were talking about not something uh ghost-like itself we're not talking about ghosts no not ghosts but we are talking about something related mm-hmm. and uh you know, a lot of people when Ghostbusters came out, they thought the car in Ghostbusters was a hearse. That's right. How right or wrong would you say they were? They were, uh, they were fifty percent right. They were fifty percent right. Maybe <laughs> we should, maybe we should leave that tidbit and and go into that later. Sure. What What is a hearse? What's a hearse? Well, a hearse, uh, quite simply, I mean, we're probably
0: all familiar with with what a hearse looks like. I would think. Yeah. Um, what a hearse does really is it, it carries a casket, a, a body from the funeral parlor to the graveyard. Very specific use. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes they, um, you know, they they're used for transport as well. They may have to go to the you know the, the morgue and pick up a body and bring it to the funeral parlor. Um, so you know, there's occasions where it's used for you know other runs. You'll see them on the road when they're not part of a funeral procession. Okay. Um, but for the most part, you know, that's the main purposes to
1: carry bodies to and fro so what why do we need hearses then i mean there's a lot of other stuff they well, can carry uh the, the main
0: the main reason is that it you got to admit when you see a hearse it's it's a very elegant looking vehicle oh yes uh, very stately um and that's all part of a uh, kind of a grand ceremony of feel that you know this is there's something important happening and that's you know funerals is very important um it's mm-hmm. grim circumstance, but, um, you know, it is a ceremony, and these are kind of a very dignified way to, to handle that. That's the word I was going to use. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's, uh, that's the main purpose of, behind this is that,
1: um, you know, it's, it's just a, a stately way to carry a body. And, you know, let's, let's not age ourselves too much here, but I'm, I'm fairly sure that as long as the two of us have been around, hearses have been in popular culture right people know about
0: oh yeah yeah for sure um people well there's a lot of use you'll see hot rod hearses you'll see drag (laughs) drag racing hearses Mm -hmm. um hearses that are just rusty and falling apart that people still drive around you'll see them in fields rat Um, rod hearses rat rod hearses i I have seen one rat rod hearse yeah um not in person but Mm -hmm. uh, i would love to um yeah they're, they're a lot of uh, bands use hearses to uh, to carry equipment. Sometimes, uh, you know, of course, n- not in use hearses. They <laughs> um, <yeah, laughs> you know, they, they, yeah. you know they, they get them used from funeral parlors or on eBay or wherever you find them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uses, and and really, when you think about it, they're a lot like a station wagon. So it makes sense, I and mean, if you can get past the uh, you know the uh, the my- mysterious nature of it, right? If you, you can
1: know. get past the the at app- the atmosphere or the way society regards them.
0: That's right, yeah, they, they, they are a bit scary to some people, and the reason, and I've been thinking about this, why is that, why is a hearse scary? Ooh, good question. And, well, I think I think the reason is because it's just, it's a, it's a symbol of death. Um, I, I think that, you know, that that's automatically what you think of when you see a hearse, right? Sure, and that's a little bit scary to people, most people anyway, so um, I, I think that's really the kind of the root of the whole thing, is that it's a
1: symbol of death. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah,
0: now I know something that uh do uh, you want me to bring this up or not? But Well, um, yeah, go ahead. Sure you have start. a friend. You you you've experienced something I haven't here. You have been in a hearse before, right? But yes. riding in the front seat? Mhm. Um I never have. So tell tell me about this hearse
1: that you were in. Well, okay. Uh friend of mine um back in the days of yore when people like me went to high school or people my age went to high school. <laughs> uh friend friend of mine had Found happened upon uh, a used hearse. Got a pretty good deal on it in the from the funeral home in our town, which interestingly enough, I worked at for two weeks. Oh no kidding! Yeah, well, not not hearse involved, and uh-huh. I was on I was on the bottom rung. I'm not going to go into details. We'll talk more about this later. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's, that's it. to me. That's
0: very interesting.
1: Oh yeah, well, it's it, I'm glad I did it. So so from this same funeral home, uh this guy procures a a used. Beat up hers. So basically, they had told him, you know, we they already had. I'm not going to say a fleet, but they probably had two or three that were already running. Mm-hmm. And this one, he basically got the deal that if he if he fixed it, he could have it for a relatively tidy sum. And he did it, and uh, he, he painted it up. You know, it wasn't in the best shape. It certainly. It certainly wasn't as as clean or as efficient as you know a a professional working hearse but man was he popular i think that is awesome i would i would love to have a hearse i think it would be
0: really cool yeah i mean i know it's a little bit you know a little creepy a little strange but um i I wouldn't be the type though to display you know skulls in the window and that type of thing there's there's a different um, level to this I mean you know the, a lot of the sites that you go to unfortunately are the ones that have that type of image um, so if you try to find some images of hearses mm-hmm. um, the clubs and things a lot of them are kind of like that little uh, tongue-in-cheek type
1: stuff you know right why wouldn't you paint it green or something you know or, <laughs> yeah or, or paint them. it a different color to get away from and, that maybe and
0: we even mentioned a few of a few hearses that we've seen that have been on um, monster truck frames yeah you know, where, and I I see them here and there I see at least a couple a year which is really strange to me. I don't know why that's a popular vehicle to do that to, but it is. Um, so, you know, the, the body is six feet up in the air. Right. Um, strange, strange look. But, um, you know, there are groups of people. You know, one is the uh, Professional Car Organization um, and Professional Cars. That's what they call these cars. I should say that up front, that um, hearses are known in the industry as professional cars. Oh, okay. um, so, you know, there, there's a group that... Um, well, professionalcar.org, and if you want to see some, you know, images of hearses that are being well maintained and you know restored, and you mm-hmm. know some really unique variety, I guess you Just want you singular want to see. vehicles. Yeah, that's right. It's really an interesting site to go to. And again, there's a, you know, we have a how hearses work article on our site, and there's a link to that site at the that site at the end of it. Oh, that's um, awesome. That's um, yeah, a great it's, resource. It's, it's worth looking into. Yeah,
1: before really cool. before we go speaking, of looking into things, Scott. Before we go into uh, closer examination of the modern hearses mm-hmm. you know I've got to pump you for information on this they didn't start out that way right no no which no. came first hearses or automobiles
0: oh um I guess technically hearses did but they weren't really called hearses that's the that's the strange thing about this same purpose but um, they were horse-drawn carriages and or coaches mm-hmm. and of course they're covered was, you've probably seen these before um, they're Big, very ornately carved wooden boxes um, with windows, oftentimes with, uh, or maybe not, with um, curtains hanging from them. They're just yeah. really, really decorative. A lot of times they're painted black. Mm-hmm. Um, those have been around since the 1700s. Uh, so they've been around a long, long time. And um, really the first hearses um, were really just kind of blending the automobile with that design so uh, you see a lot of the original hearses the ri- the, the very very first hearses um, with that extremely boxy square back end and um, it kind of makes sense I mean it's it's taking the new technology and the old, mm. old you know the, sort of the marrying known. the two yeah that's right yeah so we can we can talk about how they kind of developed if you'd like oh yes please. Um, well what's interesting is that the the first the very first hearse was actually electric Really? Yeah, it was electric, um, which is strange, but when you look back at the history of the automobile, you'll see that a lot of the first automobiles were electric as well, so that makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. What, um, what year, though? What year was this? 1895 is what we're talking about no here. Now, that's way. That's the first motorized, self-propelled vehicle that was used for that purpose. Okay. So, later, um, as the internal combustion engine kind of came in you know, mm-hmm. into play, um, that's when well, I think it was right around um, 1909 when that happened. You know, that that kind of revolutionized things. That that made it available that you know you could put this you could put this hearse body on the back of a Model T. You could put it on the back of whatever vehicles being produced at the time. You know, we've talked about how many car companies there were. Oh yeah. I assume yeah. there were just a ton of different varieties of this. Now, at first, I mean, a ver- the the very first hearse, I should say, was. You know used for a few different funerals and people thought it was really great and you know the the wealthy people said hey I, you know i want i want this instead of that horse-drawn thing that i've been in you know, so we yeah. had we want this for our our funeral as well and uh it gained popularity and it, you know built momentum and it was very expensive uh you know for the day i think they said that a, a horse-drawn carriage type of hearse would cost something like fifteen hundred dollars Whereas one of these uh, these motorized hearses would be something in the neighborhood of like six thousand dollars. Wow! So it was a significant investment for the the, um, uh, the funeral director, but uh, might have paid off. You know, if you you got a wealthier clientele that wanted this kind of um, uh, this treatment. Sure, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that I, I thought that was pretty interesting. And Then mm-hmm. um, one other thing that I found out is that <laughs> this is really strange. Early on, it was not uncommon for the undertaker to also own a furniture shop or a hardware store and it's you know kind of been the way it has been i guess for a while here in the south even and yeah i know no no i i think i see where you're going with this but go on okay well the first hearses then were kind of this this big vehicle that could also serve as a delivery truck for the furniture
1: Holy company. crap! No, I didn't see. I didn't, didn't know see you that. were going right. there. Okay, yeah. so
0: yeah, the, the hearses <laughs> were were marketed to them to say, you know, you could be you, this could be a hearse. This could also be a delivery vehicle for you.
1: So you can carry a wardrobe one day yeah. and a so, casket the next. That's right. Now, do you wow. have do you
0: have a guess as to why a furniture salesperson might also be the undertaker?
1: Uh, because they make caskets. That's right. See, okay, that's yeah. where I thought. Yeah, and Crazy. hardware,
0: of course, it kind of makes sense a little bit that you right. Know, um, lot of hardware involved on a casket sure yeah so um yeah that makes sense i mean and they said that um you know that's uh that's kind of some of these still exist in the south um i haven't seen one ever we were down in the south and i've never seen one of these
1: but yeah well you know we're we're in an urban center Mm -hmm. which a a lot of people outside of atlanta would say that atlanta doesn't count (laughs) as the south any more than miami (laughs) you know yeah i think you're right
0: so so progressing through here so we can get to this is the the 1930s that was when um, so let's say from 1909 to the 1930s in the 1930s that's when the first Landau style hearses appeared Um, now Landau is the the type of hearse that you're probably familiar with right now because that's the style that's popular even now the back end of the vehicle doesn't have any extreme rear windows Uh, there's a panel that covers it and it usually Uh has um, what they call a Landau bar
1: Oh yeah, and that uh, looks like I'm an, tracing it in the air, but it it's,
0: looks like an S. Yes, um, kind of an odd shape. A stylized, um, yeah, that's S. right. And that that design element, that bar that we're talking about, actually comes from. It resembles um, a Landau style hearse. I'm sorry, Landau style coach from the 1800s, and that was the um, the design of the the hinge that brought the canopy back over the over the coach. Oh,
1: um,
0: so it's it's this really old. Yeah, really, really old um, design or style that comes from that that time period, or element, I should say. Um, I thought that was pretty unique. uh, Yeah, that's fascinating. Interesting
1: interesting that that's where that came from, because you still see that today. So Landau, yeah, so now it seems that they're still the dominant style. The Landau
0: style? It it definitely is, yeah, that's right. And, um, well, another thing is that in the 1930s to the 1960s, this Landau style was, of course, still... Mm-hmm. there i mean that's when it began in the thirties but um there were combination vehicles in that time period between the 1930s and the 1960s and the strange thing is that they had these land out these land out panels on the back that could be some some vehicles did uh-huh. they could be removed so when the vehicle is in in service as an ambulance um, you, you could take off the back panel. It didn't look like a hearse that was, you know, coming up to pick you up. It looked like an ambulance that was coming to pick you up. It had a window behind that panel. That's refreshing. That would make me feel more optimistic. Yeah, I would think so. So these these combination vehicles that were, you know, served as ambulance and hearse uh-huh. uh, were popular for a good thirty years in in the United States. And what's really kind of strange about this, and I didn't know this before reading this, was that um, the funeral director also was the person that ran the ambulance service in town. And it uh, kind of made sense, you know, it was just a way yeah. to make a little extra money. You
1: know, um, more and more, it seems like one thing we're learning in this episode is that funeral directors and undertakers are entrepreneurial. Yeah, you know, they're very
0: resourceful, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make do
1: with it. That's right. And I mean that as a compliment.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: So where where else do we go with the evolution? Well, universes?
0: you know, we said that, you know, until the 1960s, that was when these combination vehicles were around. Yes. And that's the Ghostbusters vehicle that we talked about. That vehicle is um, a combination vehicle. That's exactly what we're talking about. Those long, um, um, they look like a great big station wagon. You know, sometimes they're used as an ambulance, sometimes they're used as a hearse. Wow. Um, so that that type of vehicle is very, very popular among collectors. And,
1: um, and going back to the beginning... If we guessed it was a hearse, we were fifty percent right. That's right, yeah, because uh, half the time it was being used as a hearse. Man, half the
0: time as an ambulance, and um, of course there's a lot of unique hardware that went along with that. You know, mm-hmm. of course there, there are fold-out seats and um, you know attachments for oxygen bottles and, and medical tables equipment. And, yeah, that's medical stuff. equipment, but of course that's unnecessary when you have a, uh, a casket in the back. So all of that has to either go away or somehow fold into the, the load floor. Yeah, and you know I could do that. They're very functional.
1: And so, what what are some unique features would you say about oh, hers?
0: Um, well, I think maybe the well the biggest thing is the uh, the back end, of course. Okay. Um, the, yeah. You know, the, they're they're unusual. They're long vehicles. They're usually made from Cadillacs or um, you know Buicks or you know. I'm trying to think. of What are some other some um, other larger ones? Yeah, some, they're just big cars, really. They're made from the boats. Yeah, they're made the from land boats. The gigantic cars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, really, what they do is they they cut a car in half and they You know, well, the body, I should say, Uh and add kind of this long center section really to it. There's probably more, there's a lot more to it than that, of course. Right. Um, And nowadays they're fiberglass, and, you know, it's a little Mm -hmm. bit easier. But back then they made, you know, the metal bodies, and it was just really stretching a big car. Wow. Um, But they they were not made from the factory that way. You know, Chevrolet never made a hearse. Ford never made a hearse. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, So, you know, if you had a Lincoln hearse uh-huh. it was not made by ford it was you know the vehicle the, the donor vehicle was a yeah a ford. the town car or something yeah that's right and um you'd send it somewhere and have it done um to a company that makes hearses and there's still companies around that do that there's in fact the oldest one in the united states i believe is um Acubilt. accubilt yeah Acubilt. and i think they've been around since 18 I'm scuffling from my notes 1876 1876. Yeah, that's right. So they started back in the uh, horse-drawn carriage days, and they still make hearses. Well, congratulations to them. They must Even be now. doing a, a good job. Yeah, then. must be. I think. Well, I mean, I'm sure that you know a lot of them are are doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but AccuBelt, for whatever reason, is really hung in there. Man. Yeah. And so now I guess we can get back to. You. I'm sorry, I, think yeah, I got way I away know. from your topic. No, but no, no. Um, what makes them really unique is that back end. Okay. Um, and, and if you've ever looked inside one, there's a load floor. Yeah. It's up higher than the wheels, so it's very flat back there. There's, there's no,
1: no wheel wells intruding in the in the storage space.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's like um, you know the truck you would see that, but a pickup truck you'd see that, but it's not the case in a, in a hearse. Um, it's flat back there, um, and they have rollers on the floor so that you know once the casket goes on in place, yeah. they can roll all the way to the front and roll all the way to the back. It, it helps um, you know get the c- casket inside, um, and there's also something they call. Um, uh, hang on one second. I'll come up with it, but okay. uh, they're pins that they they secure this in place, and they're called beer pins.
1: Beer pins. Yeah, it's like spelled B E E O oh, B E I R. No, B I E R. Oh. But beer
0: pins, which really all it all that is is just a pin that fits into a slot that mm. um, that holds a casket in place while it, while it's in travel, so that it doesn't slide, you know, fore and aft, and you know. And that's very necessary. Right. Yeah, that's right. You because know, when, I guess caskets you don't want,
1: are. Oh, okay Oh, uh, caskets are how long? Oh, well. About Um I'm guessing close to eight feet, yeah, if not yeah. eight feet, more uh, than six feet, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I bet so, they're longer than and that. And then, the, and then the we have to estimate there's a certain margin of space between the front seat and the 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 door, the rear door. Yeah, right? so yeah. they have to have those pens. Yeah,
0: and these cars that we're talking about are
1: enormous. So I mean, yeah, if you
0: can carry something that long in the back with you know and shut the door. And a room for the driver. I mean, it's just they're, they're enormous. These mm-hmm. cars are huge. Um, and the kind of crazy thing about the load floor. In a lot of these, you know, they have extenders that will slide out. You know, some of the new ones do. Oh, um, so okay. So that, that helps as well. Um, in the past, now those are um, they have they have rear loading or they call them end loaders, which um, there's one big door in the back that opens up. You know, swings to the side and you can load in that way. Uh huh. Long, a long time ago, um, they had side loading cars where uh the 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 load floor would kind of would would slide forward or back, I guess, mm-hmm. and you could pull the the uh, the end towards the driver out towards you on the curb side so if the vehicle is parked on the curb uh-huh. um let's say you're parked in front of the church and as the body exits the church, it goes to the to the side of the vehicle rather than to the back of the vehicle. And load force load floor swings out just slightly so that you're able to load it onto that platform slide it in and then and then kind of work it back into the car and it's on this kind of a y shaped track so okay. the and the purpose was that um in the you know, I don't know early days i should say um you know twenties thirties uh-huh. a lot of roads weren't paved, and um you know you didn't want to have the the people they're carrying the casket walking through the mud at the back of the car uh, I see. and you would you know, depending on how the person parked, I guess you would almost always have to uh, walk in this slippery, muddy environment, and it just wasn't safe. And, um, you know, a lot of bad things could happen. So, yeah.
1: so, so, okay, not to sound too poetic here, but mm-hmm. it sounds like the evolution of hearses is also a story of uh, really adaptation. And, yeah. And yeah, that's right. Even more so than innovation. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to mention, Ben,
0: is that there was something called a flower car. For a while in in history, in this uh, this funeral history, I guess. What's a flower car? Scott? Flower car, it, you know what? You may never have even seen one of these. You'd have to look it up just to see one. Uh-huh. Um, they're pretty interesting. It's it's a lot like the size of a hearse. Okay, imagine that. Okay. Okay, so it's it's still built on a Cadillac, still built on the Buick or Lincoln or whatever you know the the big luxury vehicle. I'm with you. Okay. Have you ever seen an El Camino? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now that's a terrible. You know, uh, comparison, I guess, because we're talking about a great big Cadillac or great big Lincoln or whatever. Sure. But you know that it has that open back end; it looks like a, a truck almost, right? Yes. That's what a flower car looks like, only Cadillac version of that. And the reason that it was used, and, and this is really just strictly utility. I mean, it was it was had a very specific purpose, and it's an expensive way to get flowers from the funeral parlor to the gravesite. So you would load all of the grave, graveside or graveside
1: uh-huh. flowers
0: into this flower car, and it was open on the top, so it was this very, um, you know, it would almost be arranged in the back. I see. Uh, to make one big, well, the
1: whole bed would be filled with flowers. One gigantic arrangement of flowers. That's,
0: that's right, and then that would be part of your funeral pre- pre- procession. <laughs> part of the funeral, yeah. Yeah, and it, and that, would, that was just added to the, uh, you know, the, the ceremony. I mean, it was more of a, uh, even that much more of an elegant, Affair, and these cars. I mean, I've seen reports that you know there were forty-five, fifty-thousand-dollar cars that you know were strictly used for carrying flowers back and forth. Um, they, They initially they didn't have the size capability to also work as body transport, and they didn't have covers. Some of them didn't have covers. I see now. Later that changed. You know, they made higher sides on them. Uh-huh. They were able to carry bodies, even if it was just transport, not necessarily to the gravesite, but uh, from maybe the morgue to the, the funeral parlor. Sure. Um, so they were made a little more purpose, uh, purpose-built later, um, or useful later. Yeah. Um, but pretty much that's gone away. And and from what, what I hear, that was really just an East Coast and Canadian thing. It really didn't spread much farther than that, which is really strange to me. I don't know why the east coast and and canada that was a popular thing to have um, yeah. as part of your funeral package that you could offer yeah so um again that's called a flower car and definitely look it up it's worth checking out they're they're really
1: unique it cars. seems an interesting in chapter in the story yeah and they're they're very rare I've, I've got i've got one pretty cool one before we wrap it up yeah if you had a hearse what would you do with it if i had a hearse i now, see,
0: I probably would be one that would restore it to original condition.
1: Oh, yeah. If, if
0: I had the money, I would, I would like to do yeah. that. And Because um, I've just seen so, too many crazy hearses. Now, if it was already in rat rod condition, uh-huh. oh, boy. You if, would just... you know, oh, yeah, that would be cool. But, or if it's close to that. You yeah, know, but, you would take um, that baby
1: the whole nine yards. Yeah, that's right.
0: Now, if it was yeah. restorable, if it was close uh-huh. to that, I, I would keep it in original condition, yeah.
1: You know what I would do? What would you do? I would get one that was one of the combination ambulances from the Ghostbusters. I mean, you, okay, look, you saw this coming. Or I would spend all my time trying to make it as much like that as possible because I have seen too many movies. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that does that wrap it up for oh, us. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, by the way, I love that style. I think that's a cool. That's oh a cool man, curve. we yeah. would be so. We would be the awesomest people in this office. Of course. Yeah. yeah. We already are. <laughs> oh. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, we've got we've got some we've got some great colleagues to work with, um, of course, and we've got some great listeners. One of whom so was nice enough to send us some listener mail. That's right. We've got listener mail from Courtney.
0: <laughs> All right, Courtney wrote in, and she said that um, well, she read the blog, and she said that um, she, she read about the Prius, how it doesn't have any belts; it's a beltless engine. Okay, so yeah. the two thousand and ten Prius is a beltless engine. That made her kind of think. Yeah, I wonder what other car parts or pieces manufacturers are manufacturers trying to get rid of. That's what are they a trying? To, what are they trying to develop out of the vehicle? You know, make it easier for us and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, simpler, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a very good question. So, um, she said that you know it also reminded her of, of things of the past that have gone away, like carburetors, <sighs> uh, which was right. also a good point. And um, well, really, I just you know it's funny. I just was editing an article. Uh, for a site about in-wheel electric motors and cool thing about in-wheel electric motors is that you can do away with the engine the transmission a lot of the braking components um the axles you can you can do away with a lot of of elements that are normally there i mean you're talking about getting rid of the engine ben yeah so um things like that are on the way maybe we'll you know investigate this a little deeper and see if we can do a podcast on it um
1: Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Or, you know, future blog or something like that. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that was a good question. So thank you, Courtney. I appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, so you got anything I, else?
1: I, I guess all, all we have to do now. Oh, I guess I should say thank you as well, Courtney. We love the listener mail. Uh, and to our listeners out there, uh, thanks so much. Hope you enjoyed, uh, learning a little bit about hearses with, uh, with the two of us, and if you have any ideas for a future topic or episode, please follow Courtney's example and send us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For
0: more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the howstuffworks.com homepage.